afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today, the other side of the table, at mic number two. I'm going to call her my, Suzanne uh, Mitri is my concert wife, so I'm going to call this guest my tennis wife. Please say hello to writer, mm-hmm. Suzanne Kiley. Hello. Hello, Suzanne. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We've been, oh, well, that's, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've been talking about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta schedule this. I gotta make this happen because, um, uh, I have a lot of cool friends and I want them to come on the show. And then I always have to figure out, well, what, what will the topic be? What will we talk about? I'm not, I don't know any specific artists that you enjoy. So I was just like, here's what we'll do since we play tennis and we like tennis we will do a song called, I mean, an episode called 30 Love or Love 30, whatever you want to do. And, uh, and we'll just play songs that have uh, the word love in the title. Simple. Simple. And it's, when is this coming out? Is it near Valentine's uh, Day? Oh, it's after. Yeah, Valentine's oh, Day already happened. Oh, we blew it. Yeah, we blew it. Mm. But Valentine's Day is, is, is gone. Suzanne, two days ago, Suzanne was Valentine's Day. Did you not oh, yes. celebrate? No, no. Well, I got, I got the most beautiful orchid. Okay. Yes. Just one? Well, it's like enormous, oh, but it has okay. others coming on. It's like okay. a th- it's an orchid thing. It's like the it's like the uh, the mother of all orchids. Yeah, it's really pretty. <laughs> also, the thing about the word love is, I'm pretty sure love is the most used word in songwriting history. I th- and then I think the second word is blue. Oh, really? I Did think- you look that up, or are you just from knowing songs? Um, I might have read that somewhere, or I might be making that up. It might yeah, be bullshit. Right. You don't have to say that. Just say it's true. People, it's true. No one's going to bother true. looking it up. Nope. It, that's what, you know, what you fake news. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let's talk about you real quick. Let's get okay. people to know Suzanne Kiley. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, we met because you are a, um, you were a student of, you're a student of Pilar's. Pilar's. Yes. For how long has that been? Oof, a long time. Mm-hmm. Year, ten, 10 years, ten maybe? 10 years, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, and you've so. been on and you've been on her podcast uh, quite a few times. Yes. So you're familiar with these microphones and this setup. Am I close enough? Uh, you're perfect. It's all I, good. I, my lips are gently brushing the. Well, you can get back off okay. a little bit, but you okay. can hear yourself. It's good. Okay. All oh, right. Um, right. And then, so then, I just met Suzanne through Pilar, and one night at Suzanne's house, she was talking about playing tennis, and I was like, "Wait a minute, you play tennis? Oh yeah, I play all the time." And I'm like, "Oh man, I used to play all the time, and I'd like to get back into it." And then she said, "Well, we should play." And then we did, and then we we were on a streak because you weren't you were out of you weren't working, uh-huh. and I wasn't working. So, and what's funny is we neither one of us was working, and we would go to these courts that cost money. Yeah, yeah a lot of money, a lot by of money, the way. and we would yeah. pay it and not think anything about it because we're getting exercise. Well, you know, when if it's exercise, if it's for your health, yeah, it's it's, for it's worth every penny. It's worth every penny, and. Um, and I have to say, and I don't know if you'll agree or not, but we, we are we are equally matched. Yes. Like sometimes you'll win and sometimes I'll win. But I and this sounds people some people hate when I say this. I don't I don't really care if I win or not if if it's a fun game and I'm and I'm sweating and I'm getting a, a good workout. I don't care. I mean winning's fun, you know, but if you beat me, I'm not like, God damn it. Yeah. No, I care more about losing 
when I'm losing, like when I'm winning, I don't care about losing. Right. But when I'm losing, I pretend I don't care. And then it's <laughs> then I was like, this is just for the exercise. Right. It is. It's just for the yeah. exercise. But we are we are literally uh, equally matched. Like again, yeah. Sometimes you'll win, and sometimes I'll win, and sometimes it'll be. Sometimes you know, we it, we're just tired, and we're like, it, we're, yeah. We're, sometimes we'll keep, one of us will cash it in. Yeah. <laughs> just go. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I can't Remember do it. Remember when we used to play it? Like when it was like 95 degrees and yes. like 11 eight. What were we thinking? I can't do that now. That was just a couple years ago. I think we I could do it now. We just we haven't played in a long time. I know. We have to get back into are it. Are you currently work, working? Are you, are you currently yeah. working? What are you are you like is it like nine to fiver? Yeah, I'm in a room. You're which in I a room. can't actually we I can't tell you what no not that it's, anyone would care can't about. Can't tell the show right now. Tell, because it, it's, it's a secret. Yeah, it's a secret. People know. I've had people on and people are always like, I'm working on a project, can't say anything yet. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. It's it, super cool. I'm very happy. Can you tell it's a genre? Because you're you're like a horror person. Yes. Okay. This is more um, like a- action. There's a little horror. It's like mm-hmm. actiony, fun. Okay. So let's throw out action. some of your credits. You wrote on Ash. Ver- is it ver- was it versus Evil? Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. I'm so sorry. Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, the TV show. You wrote uh, the reboot movie for Sci-Fi Channel, uh, Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun Returns. Leprechaun yeah. Returns. Yeah. It, will there be more leprechaun movies? I don't think so. I mean, I not not that. No, I don't think so. Okay, you know who knows? But could I, be. But I you never know. There's no. There's no chatter. There's no plan. There's no plans. Yeah. Uh, and what else? What What are some of your other credits? Um, I wrote on a Netflix show called Warrior Nun. Okay, I love which it. I love I the title. Believe is coming out in. I I don't know for sure, but it's mm. coming out. Um, the summer, I think, or, or in a few months. I'm not. Th- I'm not sure exactly. But this year. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Warrior Nun. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what that's about? It's based on a '90s comic called okay. Warrior Nun, and um, we've taken some liberties with it. But it's basically. Can I? I can. Can I say? Can I curse a little? You can say whatever the fuck I can you want. Say ass. It's like nuns that like say anyway. This is like Pilar's. We swear. Okay. This is listed as so. Explicit. It's basically like cute nuns kicking ass. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cute nuns. They're sexy nuns. It I mean, like nuns rotation. No, it's not at all. It's more, it's a, it's, it's not. Okay. It's almost YA, I would say. Not, a, not totally, but it's, um, it's like cool nuns. All right. Cool nuns. That Excellent. also are actors. So they're attractive. So they're attractive. Have you watched the Netflix uh, Dracula show yet? No, but everyone keeps talking about it. I've, I watched the first one. The, it's, uh, it's the same format as uh, Sherlock, where there's a, uh, three 90 minute episodes. So mm. I watched the first one and then, but I want to have, t- I don't want to split. I want to be able to sit down and watch the whole 90 minutes. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. but the first one was great. I think you'll love it. And there's like some kick-ass nuns in that. There, there are some kick-ass nuns, but yeah. I really, and um, there were quite a few surprises in the first episode where I was like, Oh my God, you know, it got, it just got right before. And I was like, Oh my God, I bet this is. And then it was, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, but it wasn't something you, that would, they telegraphed, early in the episode. Like it, it was right up until the point where I was like, oh, no way this guy's going to be blah, blah, blah. So it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Okay. I have yeah. to watch it. I just so check it out. I'm almost done with, I'm not, I don't watch a lot of reality TV, mm-hmm. but I'm obsessed with the circle. What's the circle? It's on Netflix and okay. it's a reality show. And you'd think 
the way you describe it, you won't, you'll be like, that sounds not good, but it's so good. Like the people. The, that's like this show. When I yeah. describe it to people, they go, I'm not listening to that. That's not so good. <laughs> no. But then people listen. It's like, it's good. So it's the circle, in the circle, what are they doing in it? So it's a group of people and they, they've set them up in their own apartments in the same building mm-hmm. and they can't see each other. And they're basically in their places. And there's like the circle, which is kind of like a Facebook and you're, and you're, you're, competing for a hundred thousand dollars to be like the top influencer. Okay. But you're basically just an influencer between the other people in the circle, in the circle. And there's like eight of them or something. And so you're like, I'm just literally watching people go circle, you know, message. So and message Joey and then say this and you're like, and it's so awesome. And some people are catfishing. So they're not who they say they are. (laughs) And you know, people are, and, and it's, they did such a good job of casting these like charming, delightful people mm-hmm. that you. I want them all to. I feel sad whenever someone's blocked. And when they're blocked, they're off the show. Then yeah, that sounds cool. Is are these half hour or hour episodes? Hour. And how many episodes? Twelve. I'm on the last one, so I don't know who becomes like the master. And so since influencer. this is on Netflix, they're all there. They dropped them all at one time. Yeah. So you could jump to episode 12 if you wanted no, to find you don't out. Want it because you want to, you want to love like yeah. characters at the beginning. You're like, nah, I don't like them or become your favorites. That's, that's cool. I highly recommend it. That's good editing. Yeah. It's, uh, we know, we know, we do know. Uh, all right, let's get into it. We, uh, 30 love because we each have 15 songs. Oh, yeah. I actually have 16 songs cause I have the play out song. But we each have 15 because we play out we, with a song. That's a song with love. Oh, you got an extra? That's all right. I but it's a play. But this, the show's over at that point. It's just like, thank okay. you, Suzanne. And here's the play. Song. I'm already. And you're gone. You're already gone. <laughs> you're in your head. You're not even here right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, no. You're already on the way home. Well, I'm, I'm just already judging. I was like, don't <laughs> say anything lame. Be good. Be smart. Be funny. Now, speaking of love, you are, you are in love. Yes. Because you are engaged. Yes. I mean, the, those don't have to go hand in hand, but ideally, <laughs> but yes. That's true. They don't. I mean, but, it, uh, it's an arranged marriage. That's true. It, that's true. Not, but, so. uh, but, but currently everything's uh, on the up and up. Yeah. Everything's going really well. And your, and your fiance is, uh, he has, uh, he has many, many uh, Grammy awards. Emmys. Excuse me, many, many Emmy Awards. Because he, what does he do? What does his job tell people? He is a music editor. He's a music editor. Yes. So he, I, I'm sure I'll say this, and he'll be like, "That's that's, that's not, what, not I do. what I do. At not all. at all what I do." Uh, but he works with the composer mm-hmm. and the music supervisor, and when they, you know, put music in, he's he's there on the stage when they're mixing, and sometimes the, you know, the the composer writes all this music, and then when they get to the stage, they're changing. Re-editing the show, mm-hmm. and so David has to cut the music to fit the new scenes. Gotcha. And sometimes um, they'll be like, "Well, you know, we just want the we've decided we just want the horns," and so he's like taking pieces out and putting it together. And the same thing, you'll have to cut songs. Um, you know, if it's a it's a they're using a you know like one of the songs we chose, yeah. and but really we only have a minute, so you have to cut it down to a minute, but make it seem like like we're hearing the whole thing almost. Yeah. Um, and he has so many Emmy Awards, it's almost embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I made him put them in the, in the living room, so it's the first thing you so see. So before you guys were cohabitating, where were his Emmys? In a closet. Come on, or man. Like, one was, I think one was sitting on his piano, but the, the, the rest were kind of 
scattered about. A friend of mine has a regional Emmy, and he has it right on his uh, on his um, uh, above the fireplace As on the mantle. As you should. Yes. Yes. Whenever now I walk does, in, yeah. I've walked in friends' houses that I didn't know had an Emmy, and I'll be like, "Whose Emmy is that? Oh, that's mine." What are you talking about? That's yeah. yours. When did you win it? Uh, like eleven years ago. For what? You know. And then yeah. I pick it up. I'm like, "This is incredible." Yeah, like I, that's the first. I would just introduce myself that way. I would have. Hi, it, I'm Suzanne Kylie. I've won an Emmy. I would have it on a chain yes. right around my neck. Yes. Or have it mounted to the front of my Prius. I would bring. <laughs> well, of course, like that just yes. makes sense to me. I would take it everywhere I went. Look, just because we live in Hollywood doesn't mean that they give them out to everyone. You get to earn yeah. these fucking things. And by the way, if I saw anyone walking around with their Emmy, I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. Congratulations you do that. to yes. you. Yeah. Because uh, that's the thing people don't understand. Like, you've been writing forever. You've mm-hmm. been writing forever. And the thing is, I know people that are like, you know, I tried writing and it just didn't work out. I'm like, well, how long did you write for? You know, I gave it like a year and a half. I was like, well, no. Mm-mm. No. Everyone I know that is successful in, the, in this business, writing, has been doing it for years and years and years mm-hmm. through ups and downs and oh something might happen and it doesn't happen but you keep going and if you if you persevere and you keep your eye on the prize eventually your proof of it it pays off yes yeah it's very cool yeah so congratulations thank for you. all your hard work thank you and the things much. you're doing thank you all right there you go mm-hmm. um let's get going you ready i What's your what's your fiance's name? Let's let's give him a David Klotz. David Klotz. You should have him on. He knows so much about music. Yeah, I'll have to talk to him and we'll figure out what our topic could and be. He's also an amazing musician, you know. What does he play? The guitar, the piano, the well, a little bit the drums. Now he might be too much talent to have in this room. So. You've got a lot of talent in this room. <laughs> I know. He he now he's really into synths, mm-hmm. you know, vintage synths. Okay. So he has a band called Dream like I'm plugging him, Dream System Eight. <laughs> I wanted to I looked for I wanted to bring one put one of his songs on my list, but they don't have any with the title Love in them. Well he needs to write a song for you then. Right? Right, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Suzanne, I'm gonna let you kick it off. Oh no. You got your list. You can pick any song on your list, it doesn't matter. Just call it out and I will uh, I will find it on my list and we'll play it. But should we start out should we go? Uh, you know, let's just start. I picked it first, so let's just start with it. The, can we, do I say what it is, or do we surprise can, people? No, you cue it up, ramp it up, whatever you oh, want to okay. say. Okay, so it's tell Hall, us why you like this. Oh, tell you first, whatever you want to well, say. First of all, it's Hall and Oates, and it's Method of Modern Love. And the reason I picked it is because I think any song that people spell in <laughs> is delightful. S A T U R D A Y Night Y M C A. It's not really a word, but that's. But it's to put spell. It, there's something like just like everyone likes to yeah. spell things. R O C K in the USA. Yeah, there, it's so you know. It's like even the, like we learn the ABCs that way. And it's yeah. like, yes, it just feels natural to sing letters. It's it's funny to me though. They don't spell the word modern. M E T method of love. Yeah, method well, that's too much. But it's the fact much. that they spelled method of love, love yeah. and made it catchy. Yes. Is so impressive to me. Do you think there's a demo where they tried to spell all the words and it just isn't working? God, I hope Modern's so. too much. Well, yeah, they're <laughs> like, that's, no. Maybe it was called Method of Love. That's and then true. we better put... Another love. word in there. Yeah, it doesn't Something work was up. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there was a dispute in the writing of this song. Yeah. But this is from 1984. This is from the album Big, Bam, Boom, Method of Modern Love.
finish that spelling that Suzanne loves. She loves the spelling. to do some music editing here too because I have to uh I figure out a place to uh to cue up the song and then exactly how much we're going to play because we don't want to play too much and get in trouble so uh yeah we try to keep it under a minute 45 seconds is about I I was impressed with that thank you because I didn't I didn't have you send me the cue times because um oh is that something usually have people do uh people that I don't like I make them do that (laughs) but uh but I'm fine I like queuing up the songs too so it's cool is this what you have on the list here? Is that how long the song That's is? That's how long the total <gasps> song is. Yeah. How long is that song total? Five minutes and 34 seconds. Yeah, you wouldn't think that it would be, huh? Well, you got to spell a lot of words. <laughs> That's true. Maybe there's a radio edit that they released as a single. Oh, there must be. You know what I mean? Because that's a long, for, and this was, this was a hit song, so yeah. there's a video for it. All right. This is, uh, I haven't played my favorite band in a long time, so here's, here's a reason to. This is Cheap Trick. This is from 1980. The album is All Shook Up, produced by George Martin, who produced all the Beatles albums. Oh, I thought he wrote the Game of Thrones series. <laughs> That's a different George Martin, oh, okay. I think. <laughs> oh, why you brought that up? Your, uh, your David, a lot of his Emmys uh, came because he worked on Game of Thrones. Yes. You know, so I want to throw that out there because that's a big show. That's a, yeah. it's a show everyone knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, yeah, he worked on The Nanny. <laughs> but that'd be cool too. That'd be fine too. Everything would be cool. An Emmy's an Emmy, but Game of Thrones is like that's a high water mark. Yeah, you know what I mean. People have heard of it. People have heard of it. Lost, Game of Thrones, Seinfeld. These are shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is from 1980. This song is called "Baby Loves to Rock." More and more, I'm thinking about love. Rock is used as a euphemism in this song. Rock? Yeah. My baby loves to rock. Oh. That's what I think. Oh. I just made the show dirty. Um, It's a good song. Thank you. I didn't write it, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What's fun about this is... um, like when Kai was here and he's producing, he'll, he'll be back sometime this year. He's moving back. Mm. But um, I don't know your songs and you don't know mine. So it's like no. a, there's a surprise element for me. Yeah. But when I'm producing the show, there's no surprise. I know what your songs are. Right. So it's only a surprise for you. But you don't know why I picked them. I don't know why. No, I have no idea. And it is a surprise for me and it's kind of nice because yeah. I have a it's feeling fun. I don't know a lot of the songs that you're... Mm, you'll know some. You'll know some. Yeah. But that yeah. was a good one. Do, do, you, do you have a... Why do you like that song? Or do you... Have you just talked endlessly about why you like? Uh, well, Cheap Trick's my favorite band, yeah. and you the, love them. I love them, and the first, uh, the first, uh, this was the second album of theirs that I bought um, on day of release. Like oh. I discovered them with uh, Cheap Trick at Budokan, and then the next uh, studio album that came out after that was Dream Police. So I bought that on day of release, and then. All Shook Up was the next album that I bought on day of release. And I was, when I picked it up and saw that George Martin produced it, that got me excited because, 
Cheap Trick is uh, cites the Beatles as an influence, so that must have been exciting to them. And mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just a fun album. It's just a, it's a short, fun, ten song, rocking, good time. Yeah. So I love That's it. That's fair. Um, well, I think I was going to say something else because that was so. Like, do we stick with the rocking thing? But you said the Beatles, so maybe we should play my Beatles song. Yeah, why not? Okay. And there's a lot of Beatles songs that have the word love in it, yeah. and this is one of them. This is from Help, and this is in mono. What does that mean? Everything you hear in this side is also what you're hearing in this side. No stereo separation. She's gone, I can't go on Feeling into a foot small Everywhere people stare Each and every day I can see them laugh at me And I hear them Most of the Beatles albums were released in mono versions and in stereo, and I have both, and I prefer the mono, so I normally, if we're playing a Beatles song and I have it in mono, I play mono. Oh, that's just, see, I'm learning things. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a learning experience here. Yes. I like your list because your songs go from, uh, this Beatles song was in 1965, mm-hmm. and you have songs all the way up to 2019, so yeah. that's good. Well, yeah, you know, I, th- well, I, d- I thought about that specifically because I... I Think you know, I I enjoy music from all different eras, and I thought it was you know the first ones I think about all I was like oh god these are all eighty songs right. these are all this and I'm like sure it's important to sort of cover and then the you know how many great songs with the word love in them from all all over yeah my I have uh, what is see. that they're coming for us okay um, my songs go from about nineteen. I have a, uh, 1964 up until like 98. So you got okay. us covered. You got us covered uh, in in the present, which is good. I like to stay hip. You got you got to stay hip. You um, got to be you got to be cool in that writer's room. You do. <laughs> you, actually, you can't be like, oh no. God, her old ideas. <laughs> uh, this is a song that Pilar loves. She loves Bonnie Raitt. This was on uh, Bonnie's big comeback album from 1989. I believe Dennis Quaid is in the video for this song. Mm -hmm. This is called Thing Called Love. Good tune. Yeah, that's nice. Bonnie Wright rate is good. I yeah. called her Bonnie Wright. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's in a cool voice. Yeah, she does. 
do you have anything to say? We don't have to say things about everything. Mm, no, I mean, um, just just a song uh, I know Pilar likes, and I like that song, and mm. that's it. I, Sometimes see, I, I it's really just a list of songs about, I like. Oh, see, I really thought about these songs, like, specifically what, what I liked about well, them. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. I, what I do is I curate a list. that My list started with, like, 60 songs. Yeah. And then I basically am, like, listening to them and deciding what's going what's gonna to get cut. What Do I have too many of, like... Are there too many power ballads? Are there too many of this? And can I fit a you know a sixty song in there? Can I fit uh, some ladies in there? So I'm just that's yeah. how I'm uh, eliminating songs as we go along. Yeah. So no, then, I get that. Then, yeah. Well, I ha- I had others too, and then I thought, no, you know, I want to talk about like or not talk about, but I want to have things that sort of represent different time. The other thing about the time period, like different times mm-hmm. in my life, and how different songs mean different things sure. to you when you hear them. You know. That's, that's, so what's next? Who's oh, the next artist? Um, well, so the, um, should we do, sh- I don't know, should we go, well, oh, okay. C- can we do the Neil Diamond one? Sure. Okay. And, and why, do you like, uh, why do you like this song? Love on the Rocks. From the jazz singer. Um, one of the things that I love, I think is so co- interesting about the word love, mm-hmm. is that it's like this heightened word, right? You can't just like put love in a song. Yeah. And not mean, like, be really serious about it. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, you, like, it means something. You're not just like, I like you, or you're interesting, mm-hmm. and you love it. And so, um, I, and I love songs that have, like, make me think of a story. Yeah. You know, and this one, I just, like, picture a guy, I mean, you know, it was in the movie, but forget that. But if you're not thinking about the movie, yeah. and you're just like, this just is just like a sad guy with this bourbon at the bar and his cigarette and... <laughs> You don't want to go near that guy, but he's got a story to tell, and it's not a happy one. Here we go. Love on the Rocks. Love on the Rocks. Ain't no surprise. Just pour me a drink, and I'll tell you some lies. Got nothing to lose So you just sing the blues All the time Gave you my heart Gave you my soul You left me alone here With nothing to hold Yesterday is gone Now all I want is a smile and Then we get a big crescendo this here This is my favorite part First they say they want you Has just enough uh, whiskey, smoky. Yeah. You know, everyone at the bar is like, oh, we should not, like, we just gotta walk away from this guy. <laughs> Stay away from this dude, man. Oh, here comes his fucking Neil Diamond. He's just bitter. Now, I brought a surprise for you because as soon as, since I saw you brought this song, I go, oh, I'm bringing something that I know she has never heard in her life. This is from a Neil Diamond box set called In My Lifetime. This is the original demo of the song. And the song is not called Love on the Rocks. I'm not going to tell you what it's called, but you'll hear it. It's, uh, wait, do you hear this? I'm so excited. 
No. This is real. No. Yep. Sketch on the racks. No. Yes. You at my side. This ruins the song for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that called a polka? I don't know. It's just Scotch on the Rocks original demo. Oh man! Well, we worked it out. It's like it's like re- think of it as rewriting a script. It's true. Then then he got his heart heartbroken and was like, "Fuck the Scotch, man." <laughs> but that is so like that. That's a, like. Why would you, they even put that on the? You don't want to know that exists. You hear that and you're like, oh, that Neil, throw that in the trash. First draft. It's terrible. Yeah, first vomit draft. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so uh, there, there's a little. I just ruined a song for you. I feel. But you know, I appreciate that. He's like, look, this is where things start. Polka. True. And True. Scotch. Uh, my next song is from the Partridge Family Ooh. from 1971. Now you're probably thinking. That it's, uh, I think I love you. I was thinking. And it's not. It's another song. Mm-hmm. By the way, I uh, I tell people, I listen to the Partridge Family like it's uh, <laughs> like it's the Rolling Stones, whatever. It's in my rotation a ton because mm-hmm. I love I love this kind of uh, poppy bubblegum music. I love David Cassidy's voice. Yeah. And, uh, and I love this song. This is called I Woke Up in Love This Morning. Do you know this one? No. Maybe you will. Turned off the lights, lay down and thought about you I thought about the way that it could be Two o'clock, wondering what I'm doing here alone without you So I close my eyes and dream you're here to me love that song it's i really, really love it great it's so good oh i like that one a lot i don't know if, i don't think i've heard it before no that's mm. one of that's one of their hits that's, but i'm i'm let's just i'm much older than you much <laughs> I, no i'm much older than you oh as of uh why am i everyone knows my age i'll be 56 on, on next uh next saturday you february 22nd so good Oh, but thank you. It's yeah. very nice. See, that's why I tell people. I'm going to start telling people that I'm 78. And they'll go, are you kidding? You look fantastic. Yeah, if you're worried about age, tell people that you're like you're way older than you really are. And they'll be like, my God, you look incredible. Yeah, but then, yeah. <laughs> What's your next one? Well, since that was so positive, let's do Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. This song, this song I did not own. I had to purchase this song. Wow. So what? You owe me $1.29. I'm not, Can I Venmo uh, you? No, you don't have to do that. I'm not. Um, I'm not into. I'm not a New Order and Joy Division person. It's just. Um, They're I don't so know. wonderfully angsty. Yeah, I know. I just don't know why it just wasn't. You know where I grew up. Where did you grow up, Suzanne? In uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. So you probably were. Uh, what do I want to say? You probably had. Um, 
uh, bigger radio stations and stuff that you could listen. Like I uh, was in small town, Pennsylvania. I say this all the time. We had WFBG AM radio. So we really only got what were, what were hits. You know what I mean? Right. Anything that was just a moderate hit. Was that small town or just you're so old they only had AM radio back then? Well, we would all gather around it on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon and we would turn on Casey Kasem. And, yeah. you know, so if Joy Division didn't have something that was in the top 40, right. you didn't hear it. Right. Yeah. And what if, what if this song peaked at number 38 and then the next week it's gone? I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, so it was Bob Seger, Boston journey yeah. you know what i mean those and, are good but yeah, it's yeah good, but, but you don't get the I didn't, no i didn't get the stuff darkness like this. and then i went to college in pennsylvania so all the kids there they weren't listening yeah. to this everyone's you know genesis you know what i mean it was yeah. just the same so i really had to find this music later in my life and because of this podcast i've discovered a lot of bands that uh weren't uh, weren't on my you know playlist but they are now yeah so here's joy division with love will tear us apart I now wish I had a demo for every song that you picked so that I could ruin every song of yours. <laughs> you know, the sad thing, it sounds really good listening to that with the headphones. Well, sounds that's so the thing. Good. These, uh, no one listens to music in headphones yeah. like this. So yeah, any, anytime someone's on the show, they're like, it sounds so good in the headphones. Oh my God, I could really hear his, yeah. like the, really the darkness in his voice. It Suzanne, it, the, the song's coming out of my laptop. It's going into a mixing board and then it's coming into our, it's a, it's a big uh, production here. I'm just going to listen to music <laughs> like that from now on, from your computer to the thing. And you know, Ian Curtis, who wrote that song and sang for Joy Division, he they rec- I read this that he re- they recorded it in January and he committed suicide in May the same year, and they they say like the song like he was singing about like he was having problems with his wife mm-hmm. and and I'm, obviously that's not the only reason he yeah. killed himself. Um, he had epilepsy, I believe, as well. I, I that's the I see. I did a little research. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And again, uh, uh, I don't know any reason to kill yourself. I just don't. Um, yeah. That's not in my. That's not in my makeup. That's you're like very lucky. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. do you have any? Uh, do you suffer from any depression? You never seem depressed. No, I, I d- no, I'm very lucky. I've I've felt depressed when sure. when things when I've had things happen in my yes, life. Yes, of and course. I've definitely when I was younger I felt very low, and so I understand how that where how people can get to that point. I'm yeah. thankful that I haven't. I mean, yeah, everyone has days where you start thinking, you know, you can think, you can make yourself depressed easily. You can just sit down and make yourself yeah. depressed and then have a good cry. And I mean, I know. Well, Xanax helps as well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, but, but can you imagine that feeling all the time? Like uh, the, I can't even imagine that, like that. Yeah. That I just, just yeah, not I knowing mean, if you'll ever get out of it, that despair. Must yeah. I don't, in. um, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I'm glad I don't understand yeah. it, but I mean, I can I empathize or sympathize or whatever the word would be. Yeah. But I have compassion for people that have uh, 
whatever, depression, mental illness, whatever it is, yeah. anxiety. But um, I just, you know, I don't. You're lucky. I'm, yes, chalk one. Yeah, that's in my, check that box off. <laughs> but uh, this next band. This took a turn. This took, took a turn. Well, we talk about anything. Sometimes it gets serious. But how interesting we're talking about love. Isn't that interesting? Am I talking too much? I find this so fascinating, right? Like, <laughs> I went down this rabbit hole thinking about this with like songs about love. I know mm-hmm. it's your turn. Should I wait till my turn? No, keep talking. Um, that like, you know, like it isn't just, because a, a lot of our songs aren't like love is this great thing. Yes, yeah. You know, it's also that love is heartbreaking. You know, yeah. everyone has a different, it's one word and everyone has a different definition of what that means. Absolutely. Yeah. And the yeah, and again, like you said, just because the word love's in the song doesn't mean it's gonna it's like a love. It can yeah. be like love. Yeah. Uh, this is a band. My next band, this song is from nineteen sixty-eight, so I was four. Uh, <laughs> this is a band that a lot of people don't like this band. Oh dear. People I think people either love this band or or hate them. I think it's a very divisive band. Uh, the band is The Doors. Oh, I understand why you're saying that. And what about, do you like The Doors or? Um, I, you know, I, I just, they're okay. They're mm-hmm. not my, let's say, maybe I like this song. We'll see. This is Hello, okay. I Love You. I don't know if I know it. Oh, yeah, no, of course I know. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Hello, I love you. Let me jump in your game. Hello. I love you, won't you tell me your name? Hello, I love you, let me jump in your game. She's walking down the street, lying to every eye she meets. Do you think you'll be the guy to make the queen of the angel's side? Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? Hello, I love you, let me What's your take? What's your hot take? Do you like that song? I like the song. Yes, of course I know the song. I like it. I like the doors. They're not someone I was like, I'm just going to sit down and relax and listen to the doors. Yeah. It's not ever anything I've ever <laughs> said. The, uh, when I was a freshman in college, there was a uh, couple guys on my uh, uh, dorm floor that I didn't care for, and, and they loved the doors. Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, I just didn't. I didn't like the doors. I was just like, nah, those dicks like the doors, so yeah. I don't. Yeah. But uh, I've come around to it. I've come around to as you get older, sometimes you, you, you know, Steely Dan. No one listens to Steely Dan when they're in high school, but Mm-mm. then when you're forty, all of a sudden you're like, hey, Steely Dan rocks. Yeah, it's interesting, right? When your right. your your taste change. It does change. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I for the most part, I still like what I liked. But yeah. then I've expanded and, and I like a bunch of other stuff now too, yeah, which is cool. That's nice. You and, appreciate it. Yeah. Rita, uh, my daughter who's 15 currently, she's got her Spotify playlist and on the way to school, she always wants to play her music. So I let her. And um, I have to have her on soon because she is playing so many cool mm-hmm. artists and songs that uh, that I'm really enjoying. So I want, uh, I want other people to hear these songs. New stuff. New saying? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's really cool. And, um, yeah, so that's, uh, we're going to do a Rita's picks Ooh, episode soon. That's really fun. What's next up from Suzanne Kylie? Oh, um, why don't we do the, um, I almost said John Waits, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Yeah. Okay. This is a song called I Hope That I Don't Fall In Love With You. This is from his album Closing Time. Now, I'm not a big Tom Waits oh. fan vocally. I've said this on the show many times. Mm. He's an amazing songwriter. 
and I love uh, I love his songwriting. And when people cover his songs, I love them. Uh, but I'm not a fan of a fan of his vocally. Although, closing time is when his voice was still um, uh, nice to my ear. So okay. I do like I do like this song too. So, and why did you pick this song? Well, I th- clearly I like songs where I imagine drunk older men in bars <laughs> yeah, <yes>. creepily <laughs> thinking. You know, because I like this song because again, because it's he it's he tells a mm-hmm. whole story from the beginning to the end, just a, as a guy sitting at the bar yeah. and imagining this, seeing this woman that he sees. This is your favorite genre of music: old drunk guy at a bar. Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, I hope that I don't fall in love with you. I did, I did not have to purchase this song either. Okay. Oh, That's always a fun thing for me to do. Like you sent me your list. And I'm like, I wonder how many of these songs I actually have. Because I think I have like 60,000 songs in my iTunes library. So it's fun to just, it's like a game. I type it in and it's like, hey, I do have that. That's cool. I like this because it's either like a really love song, you know, song about a man that's afraid to love mm-hmm. or about a woman that's about to get murdered by a serial killer when she <laughs> leaves the bar. Could go either way. And that is what you draw upon when you're writing your horror. Yes. Your, right? Yeah, yeah. You see both sides of it. Uh, by the way, Tom Waits, we talked about Dracula earlier. Tom Waits is Renfield in Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. He, I love that performance. That's yeah, the thing. Cool. That's how I learned about Tom Waits. Like when I saw that movie, I was like, he's so amazing. Who <laughs> is that actor? Now, I remember hating that movie. And I've never what? seen it. I've never seen it since I saw it at the theater. So should I revisit it? Well, I mean, again, like when I saw it, I was really young. And so this like, you know, bad love, you know, yeah. this like man that's obsessed with this young mm-hmm. woman, which yeah. is totally inappropriate because also he's a murderer. Right. But at the time I was like, it felt so passionate and amazing. And Gary Oldman was so hot. By the way, uh, Suzanne's uh, fiance is all, he's 84 years old and he's a murderer. <laughs> so just so you know, one I have a, a type. You have a type. Um, what was I going to say? Something about, I forget what I was going to say. Murders. All right, moving on. I have a, um, I have a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, thank you. It's from a, he released a a four disc uh, set in 1998 called Tracks. And it was all stuff that was unreleased. And it's crazy to me when an artist releases uh, just a shit ton of music that's never been out there before. And then you listen to it and you're like, how is this song so good and, and yet unreleased? It's like. Why you know did, what I'm saying? Yeah, why did he not release it? You know, he has a whole thing about uh, it didn't fit in the flow of the album or the themes that I was talking about. This wasn't one. Of, I mean, he has like a whole, you know, some artists write 10 songs and record 10 songs yeah. and that's the album. And he writes like 80 and then whittles it down to 12. So See, this is good though, because if he ever runs out of money, he can just start releasing singles like the kids do now. If Bruce right? Springsteen ever runs out of money, something's 
went horribly wrong. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. This song is called My Love Will Not Let You Down. songs are all like uh, fully produced songs they're not demos and stuff it's just like no yeah, here's a bunch of stuff that i never released before so we'll just put it together here and enjoy it do you is do you have like a spotify channel um kyle used to put up the playlist on spotify but he's not here right now so he's not you doing need it, to but. because i want like i want all of your like i wish that i could go to spotify when i leave and listen to all the songs that you play well, i can just send them to you I know, but, I'm, but other people might like I know. them. I know, Spotify, it's so funny. I am so, like, I'm still this physical music person. Like, I want to like I wanna pick it up and touch it, and I want to load it in, and I want to I wanna know that I own it. And you I'm, could do both things. I know, I know. Music is for the masses. <laughs> it's true. It's true, did, you're right. Did Depeche Mode say that? You're, did they? Is that what they said? Didn't, wasn't, wasn't that someone's album, Music for the Masses? I'm sure it is. If I'm right, I'll be really impressed with myself. I don't know why that I would even know that's a thing. I'm going to Google it. It may not be Depeche Mode, but... Music for the masses? Yeah. yeah. Depeche Mode, probably not for the masses, but... Uh, That is the sixth studio album by English electronic music band Depeche Mode. Look at that. You know stuff. Oh, I know stuff. Yeah, you got stuff going on. What's your next song? Well, since we're on a Jersey kick... Oh, I know where we're going. Yeah. yeah. Do this I is, need to say it? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is from an album called Slippery When Wet. Oh, we all know what this is. We all know what it is. Here we go. Always fun, you still fun. You it's can't still fun. not like that song. No, it's you still, can't. it's still good. Uh, I used to have a T-shirt that said, "I'm from New Jersey and I don't like Bon Jovi," and on the back it said, 
I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Because someone sees you coming and they're either like, yeah, cool. I don't like Bon Jovi either. And then they yeah. go, oh, fuck. Or they go, what do you mean you don't like Bon Jovi? Yeah. Oh, you do like him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It caused a lot of emotion when I wore it. That was the song that, uh, that, that surprised me on your list. There were like a couple of them like, oh, I don't, oh, okay. Oh, really? I didn't know what, I didn't know what music, because we don't talk about music yeah. much. So yeah. I didn't know what, uh, I didn't know what to expect from your list. Well, I'm from New Jersey. So I feel like yeah. Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen, even yeah. though he's not on my list. I, I didn't know about that song. Yeah. That's why. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what's my, where am I going to go? I guess I'm just going to go with what's, um, what my next song and on my list. I've, I've been moving my songs around a little bit as we've been going. This is uh, Ricky Lee Jones from Ooh. 1979. This is Chucky's in Love. I remember seeing her on Saturday Night Live singing this song. And they had like a, um, what, what do they call it? It's a, oh, uh, see, I'm, I, I lose words sometimes now. You know when, uh, when, people, when people are on a street corner and they're singing around a fire, the fire's in Chorus? A, pit? Uh, no, it's in like one of those. Homeless st- people? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the fire's in like a metal trash bin. You know what I'm saying? Sadness. <laughs> this is Chucky's in love. No one sings like her. Pyre? <laughs> Funeral pyre? Stop it. Bonfire. Bonfire. I could get her on the show many times when she comes through on a, a tour, and it's been close, but mm. haven't been able to get her. I did see her eh, in the past five years. Her voice sounds exactly the same. Wow, that's really awesome. great. Yeah. yeah, the lyrics. I don't know what this means. Does anyone know? I'm reading the lyrics. These are from. Uh, I googled the lyrics. The first line of the song is, "How come he don't come and pip with me?" It's capital P, capital I, capital P. Pip. Pip. Like when you picture in picture. On the TV? I don't think so, because this is 1979. Oh, so. yeah, they didn't have that. How come you don't come and pip with me? But she doesn't say pip. She says, and P-I-P with me. So that must mean she something. She says P-I-P with me? Yeah, how come you don't come and P-I-P with me? Pick I interesting what, I don't know what it is. points. That doesn't yeah, sound like I don't know. Me. I don't know. So if anyone knows what that means. Or what, what, maybe, year, what, what is this, 70-something? 79. That would be the first question I asked her. I'd say, well, I don't know what this means. What? P.I.P. Your most popular song. I have no idea what you're talking about. I wonder if it's a drug thing. Could be. Could be a drug thing. Yeah. Now, if she said PCP with me, then I know what she meant. What if it was that and they were like, you can't, it's too provocative. Oh, no, just say P.I.P. Yeah. I don't care. What's your next tune? Oh. What do you got? Um, oh, did but, you forget we were playing songs? 
Like, no, I uh, just got took. I got too into figuring <laughs> out what PIP meant. Uh, did you Google it? I guess I. You don't have it. to. That's uh, not as fun. Wait, wait, it's more exciting to ask her if you know now. You'll be sad. Now, now, now you. Especially, what if it's disappointing? What if it's like picking, picking in peaches, picking. Peaches. See, all of them coming up is a, a pip, a, a small hard seed in a fruit. So I don't know. That's a pit. It says pip though. I don't know. I don't know. This is not helpful. No. Okay. Well, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um. How about oh well this sort of because the song kind of a little bit reminded me of the the Sophie B Hawkins song oh okay did you know this song I did know this song but did I had you have to, it no I had to buy it but it's cool because now I do have it this is damn I wish I was your lover that old dog has changed you up all right give you everything you need to live inside Cage, sleep beside an empty rage. I had a dream I was your hero. Damn, I wish I was your lover. I'd walk you till the daylight comes. When you are smiling and warm. I am everything. Tonight I'll be your mother. I'll do such things to ease your pain. Free your mind and you Funny what happens to artists like what? What? Where's Sophie B. Hawkins? She's still playing around. I'm I sure she is, but I don't know. I like the song because I didn't when I I used again. This is one of those like angsty times in my you know when you're young and just you're like you just want to be in love and uh, and so the song sort of like me like always sort of inspired that and um and then I saw this documentary of that about her and oh, really? um, yeah it's a, a, older I think it's like in from the 90s okay. and that that she was um I, I guess like at the time she wasn't saying that she was um a lesbian but mm-hmm. um and I thought how cool like a song about love like you know you can relate to it no matter who someone's singing right, about right you know? I mean you know El, you know El, when Elton John sings a love song yeah he's obviously thinking of someone different than who we're thinking of if you're gay or straight yeah you know but it's nice that you know you realize that we we can relate to it and i guess i I read something that said like she because she says her like she's singing about a woman and i guess that was like the first time that someone Mm -hmm. had just you know it's so funny that that was scandalous probably so stupid so stupid i know uh my next song is by this is one of my favorite bands too this is the who i love the who so much this is from the 1975 album called The Who by Numbers. And admittedly, this is an album that I never, um, I never really, it wasn't, it wasn't one I listened to a lot. And whenever I would come across it in my CD collection, my vinyl collection or whatever, I'd just be like, yeah, you know, I like a couple of those songs. But I just rediscovered this album a few months ago. And now it's like one of my favorites. Oh, that's so fun. I love it so much. Yeah. And this song is called They Are All In Love. When the rivers gleam and the buildings shine How do you feel when the pollen falls And the summer clothes brighten gloomy halls 
Yeah, I just love that song. It's a good. It's song. a great album. Yeah, I love it. Go go listen to that album, everyone, right now. And how fun! Isn't it fun when you're like, "What? I have this. I'll just I'll just turn it on," and then you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, this is." And I've owned this I'm album for this. since I was in high school. I've owned this album, but yeah. it just it wasn't one that I played a lot. It's cool that you can revisit music and it has a different resonates for you. Yeah, in a different every way. single song. It's got ten songs. I love every single song. It's crazy. That's so great. Then I was listening to it nonstop to where it's like. Hey, Dad, are we going to listen to a different album? Yeah. Mm, I guess. How nice, though, for your family to learn. You're so, um, you know, you love music so much that it's nice that, you know, they get to experience that so much. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I really like that um, Ezra really likes, uh, like, the Kinks. That's oh, a band. The kinks oh, and, are and the Zombies. Like, yeah. there's. There's bands I played uh, for Ezra, and they really took to them. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. Your next song is? God, curating's hard, like trying to come up with an order because... I like that we're switching the orders all around, though. I like yeah. that you're just, you're you're going, we're each kind of feeding off of what the other person's playing. Yeah, well, that sort of made me think of the, you know, I, the, um, I Will Always Love You, Dolly Parton. The original the version. The original but I'm into I'm into Dolly Parton right now. Everyone's into Dolly. Everyone's Parton into right Dolly now. Parton right now. Yeah, she's really the. Um, just think how much money Whitney Houston made for Dolly Parton. I know. So you know, crazy. I I uh, read something that I don't know if it was this song or that Elvis mm-hmm. wanted one of her songs. It might have been this. It one. It might have been this one. And he wanted. The song, but because it's Elvis, they said, but if he sings it, he gets like 50% of the publishing rights. And she said she went home, like she couldn't sleep. She's like, what do I do? And she said, no. Good. And then I guess her quote was like, after Whitney Houston sang it, she's like, I could buy Graceland. (laughs) You don't need Graceland when you own Dollywood. I know, I know. But you know, she's Good for her. You know, you you got to stick to your guns sometimes. It's hard, you know, I know. something like that. You know, and just not even the money, but it's Elvis and yeah. good for her. Yeah. You don't ask Dolly for 50%. She's Dolly. Also, Dolly's still alive and Whitney and Elvis are both dead. Yeah. <laughs> Who's winning? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Dolly Parton always winning. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I will always love you. I should stay. I would only be in your way, so I'll go, but I know I'll think of you each step of the way. That's really the only version you need. You really don't need anything else. No. She's so, there's something about her voice that even though she, oh, when you hear her speak and talk, she always seems so positive, but there always just seems to be this underlying sadness and, you know, there's mm-hmm. just a hint. Poor, poor Dolly. Poor Dolly. I'm not saying that, but that's what is so beautiful about her songs, I think. I just, uh, I just changed my list around. I'm going to play a song that is the exact opposite of I Will Always Love You. Oh, yeah. This is the Jay Giles band, Ooh. and they think love stinks. 
attitude i like the crunchy guitar i love that it's just love stink and i love uh and you know if you're breaking up with someone love does stink yeah so uh yeah i, I i've always loved this and song. i love how bouncy and catchy it is for something about how like t- terrible love is yes. i like that the yeah. the sort of the dichotomy which makes me think we should do my um lizzo okay let's do lizzo because that, that's one of the things i i love about this song uh, this is uh, Lizzo is big, big, big. She's so amazing. Like, that's a that's big with Rita and her friends. They love yeah. the Lizzo. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, as far as um, body image goes, I think we need a Lizzo. I think we need to see someone who's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, on her album cover, she's naked on her album cover. She just embraces. I wouldn't take my shirt off right now. <laughs> okay. And she's like. Fuck it. Here I yeah. am. And she's be- she's so beautiful. And it just comes uh it comes through her yeah. her the personality, all that stuff. You you see, I saw her on Saturday Night Live. I'm like, look at her. She's living the life. She's yeah. loving it. And she's so talented. She yeah. plays the flute. <laughs> Who plays the flute? It's so cool. Ian Anderson from Jethro Tall and uh, Ann Wilson from Heart. And Lizzo. Okay, here we go. This is called Cause I Love You from the album Cause I Love You. Rated E for explicit. Let's hear it. We can hear bad words. I'm crying because I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never been in love before. What the fuck are fucking feelings, yo? Once upon a time, I was a hoe. I don't even want a hoe no more. Something from the liquor store Little bit of Lizzo and some more Trying to open up a little more Sorry if my heart a little slow I thought that I didn't care I thought I was loving bad But baby, baby I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm crying Cause I great she's so awesome i mean if you don't like that you don't like fun people (laughs) you really don't and i like she just you know she's so positive like Mm -hmm. just like she's crying because she's in love and she's embracing being in love and it's like when tom cruise jumped up on the couch on oprah winfrey show and people said what a crazy person he is why can't you embrace being in love it's okay excited yeah he's crazy oh yeah that's the craziest thing we've ever seen (laughs) in 2020 not even close yeah (laughs) Uh, my next song, 
uh, is by a band that probably probably influenced Lizzo in some way. Ooh. It's the Supremes, Ooh. and this is Baby Love. Songs from 1964, I believe. And I guess, you know, I was just thinking as it was playing, I'm like, you know, in 1964, not great times for African-American people. Mm. Even if you were the Supremes, there were places in the country you'd go and yeah. probably wasn't, wasn't, I mean, it was great when you were on the stage, but then making your way through the South, not good. No, not, not good at all. Not totally great now, even. <laughs> no, not sometimes. No. Let me jump to hor- back to horror for a second. Are yeah. you watching this HBO show, The Outsider? I know because I have to finish The Circle. Okay. But that's next on my list. I'm super excited about it because, of course, I love Stephen King. You know, it, uh, sometimes when we watch these, uh, when you watch shows, you're waiting for the episode to, to jump the shark because mm-hmm. it, it happens a lot. And so far, I think tonight is episode seven. And so far, every episode, it ends and you're like, Oh boy. And then they show you the little tease and you're like, Oh wow. So it's, I think it's really great. Oh, I can't. And uh, Kyle who read the book told me that I think he said he didn't like the book. So I'm like, the show's really good. I haven't read the book, but the show's really good. So he's, he's been watching the show and he's like, yeah, the show is good. The show's Ooh, better than the book. Okay. So also did you, uh, did you watch Dr. Sleep? No, I know I didn't. I do not like the shining. Not a fan. of. I never read the book. Yeah. Not a fan. Ama- I highly recommend the book. That's it's- what Pilar said. She read it as a kid. Um, so I only know the movie. And um, I'm not a big Kubrick guy either. But the movie for me, I, I don't care for the movie. It's The shots look nice. and yeah. But it's a little overacted. And it's a little, I don't know. It's, it's not creepy to me. And there's a lot of, I have a lot of answers at the end of it. A lot of things don't make sense to me. Yeah. But, uh, but Dr. Sleep, I loved it so much. And the director, um, oh yes, I know Mike, Mike Flanagan. Yes, because he did the show Haunting of Hill House, yes. which is one of my favorites. And um, there's a there's a scene in Doctor Sleep. Can I say spoiler alert? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. I just do it. Go. There's a scene in Doctor Sleep where this uh, he, he's called Baseball Boy, and he gets uh, he's like ten year old kid, and he gets abducted. And then he gets, um, he gets they, this cult of people, they, they kill him. And it is heartbreaking. It is so, did you see the movie Room? Yeah. The yes. boy in that plays baseball oh, boy. It's a very tiny no. part for him. And, and he is such a good actor. I yeah. think his name is Jacob Tremblay. He's so good. And, but his performance is so heartbreaking because it's played so realistic. Like it's exactly what you think would mm-hmm. happen because yeah. like they, they, they abduct him, then they're taking him out of the van and he's like trying to fight, but he's mm-hmm. little and he's saying, please, please. Oh no. 
it's heartbreaking. So it really stayed with me. It really, it was really a hard scene to watch. So I, uh, I looked to see if the director was on Twitter mm. and I tweeted at him and I said, just watch Dr. Sleep last night. I loved it, but please tell me that <laughs> Jacob Tremblay was having fun during that scene. And he answered me. He did. He like oh, answered that's me so cool. like within uh, very quickly. He answered yeah. me, and he said, "Trust me, Jacob was the only one having fun that day." <laughs> he said. Oh. He said he was after the scene. He high fived his dad, and then he was over at craft service eating candy and donuts. He goes, "Everyone else was a mess. Everyone's crying. Everyone just couldn't deal with it because mm. I don't know how you film scenes like that. I don't know how." acting like that no, works it's acting it's, it's acting not it's not real <laughs> but man i know but this was so this uh, yeah, was very but, real yeah. i was like oh my god when i think kids can back bounce back a little bit you yeah. know what i mean they're yeah they're and they're having fun because they're like well you're gonna be covered in blood and they're gonna be killing you like, that's awesome but and i knew that but i still wanted to i needed some i needed the director yes. to reassure me yeah he's but, fine um, yeah. yeah he's good but um because normally it's something a scene like this might happen off camera but they yeah. just kind of went for it. And Ooh. I was like, oh I'm sorry boy. I missed it. Sometimes I just get busy and I can't, well, plus, yeah, I just get busy. Yeah, well, exactly. yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I, I loved it. I really loved it. And he keeps the same look of the Kubrick film. Oh. Like it looks like the Kubrick film. It's it's really, but yet he takes, he takes elements that were in the original Shining book that Stephen King was disappointed that didn't make it into oh. the Shining. And he brings those back and he does it. He really melds, the Shining book with the original movie into making, and the, and the Doctor Sleep book to make, yeah. to just, he really, Stephen King must have been so pleased when he saw this, because yeah. it was great. Right. Well, since you're, I was going to pick something else, but since we were talking about sort of, we were talking about dark things, mm -hmm. why don't we do the, is it my turn? Love yeah, Interruption. Yeah. Love Jack Interruption White. by Jack White. This is a great album, Blunderbuss from 2012. I like this album. Here we go, Jack White. Did you have this song? I did. inside me and twist it all around I want love to grab my fingers gently slam them in a doorway put my face into the ground I want love to murder my own mother and take her off to somewhere like hell or up above and I want love to change my friends to enemies Change my friends to enemies and show me how it's all my fault. That's a man that has a dark idea of love. <laughs> Do you ever hear, yes. think you'd hear someone sing about wanting love to kill his mother? No. Sounds like something uh, Jim Morrison, though, would have written mm -hmm. in the 60s. Yeah. Um, what, what do I, what, how do I bring us, how do I bring us back <laughs> from the darkness? Okay, I think I got one. Okay. Uh, how long have you lived in Los Angeles? A long time. Long, long, long Do time. you like it here? I do like it here. Do you love it here? <laughs> I love it here. I love LA. Me too. I really do. Are you a big nasty redhead? Yeah. Okay. That's what he's singing about. Oh, anyway. 
First line is uh, he says rolling down Imperial Highway, big nasty redhead by my side. Oh, Suzanne has red hair currently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not big and nasty, but I think he you means it, I think he means it in a good way. Yeah, no, I'm assuming. Yeah, because he loves L.A. Yeah, I do really like it out here. I do too. I you know I I really embraced it. Not that I came out and was like no, I don't like it, but I'll embrace it. Like right. I've always embraced it. I was couldn't wait. My dream was to move. Yeah, to Los I wanted Angeles. I wanted to be here so badly. I really wanted to be. And although I don't go to the ocean a lot, it's it's nice to know I can go to the ocean if I want. You it's can right go to the ocean. You can go to the mountains. Yeah, you can ski and then go swimming and yeah. then yeah. I just um. Do you think anyone's um, actually ever done that? You always hear that, you can ski in the morning and swim in the afternoon. I'm like, well, that's a lot of driving, and the traffic's pretty bad. I'm sure some adrenaline junkie has done it. Do you know what people would do if someone told them they did that? Mostly talk about the, the highways they took to get uh, there. You know, I, hey, look, I couldn't have done it if I didn't go to the 10 to the 118 to the... Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, I do, I really like it. And it's, uh, you know, the kids were born out here, so they're like, they're California girls. Yeah. So it's... Uh, it's it's funny to me. Yeah, I'm right to be like they're from LA. Yeah, and they just they don't know. That's the thing they don't know. Like we maybe had to adjust or whatever. I certainly did. I mean, yeah. from a small town to Chicago to here. But um, but yeah, this is the best. This is the best place I've ever lived. I would I would agree with that. It really is. I mean, there's so many things you can do and so much yeah. stuff you have access to and yeah. Uh, you know, I met Pilar the first year I came out here. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah, you've got good memories. Yeah, I mean, that's unheard I mean, and I know that was, uh, that's unheard of because I have friends that moved out here that have never been married, never and aren't in relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I just got, I just got lucky. But, um, well, do you know I met David when I first moved out here? Okay. You met him when you first moved out here. Yeah, but obviously, it didn't take. Well, we didn't take, we were assistants just, together. Oh, okay. At a company, but he was already. Married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this was meant to be then. Yeah. And Came that's around. cool, right? I'm saying. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah. Uh, well, since we're on the I love things other than a person, should we go with... Um, Joan? Yeah. All right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. By the record machine I knew he must have been about 17 He was drunk Playing my favorite song And I could tell it would be long That he was with me Yeah, me And I could tell it would be long That he was with me
know that's a cover song? I did. I didn't, but I looked it up. It's so funny that there's there's a lot of Joan Jett songs that are so attached to her, and yet they're cover songs. But like when oh. I first when I first heard this was a cover, I'm like, that's a cover? Because it's just I feel like it's it's, it's her song. just her song. Yeah. I just saw her in the summer. Uh, she opened up for uh, Heart. Ooh. And um, she's just great. So good. She was the first person that I, you know, woman that I was like, oh, women can be rock stars, yeah, you know? Right. And I feel like growing up, my mom and grandmother are always like, you, you know, you need to be, look pretty mm-hmm. and you're, you know, and and wear pretty things. And seeing her, I'm like, no, you don't. Like, she's badass. She's so yeah, sexy th- and cool. And- Even in 2020, there's not a lot of of women that, that play the electric guitar, you know, and are the front person of a band. I mean, yeah. there's Chrissy Hine, there's, you know, Anna Nancy Wilson, Melissa Etheridge, you know, Cheryl Crow. But but Joan, she's rock and roll. Yeah. Like, she's a rocker, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's great. Uh, she's fantastic. My, Love her. I got, um, for Christmas last year, I got my four-year-old niece a Joan Jett t-shirt because I like to give her these like you know female empowerment Mm -hmm. t-shirts and she calls it her Joan and Jet shirt (laughs) good (laughs) Joan and Jet that would be like a cartoon Joan and the Jets yeah and there would be a talking plane oh yeah (laughs) write it up Suzanne write that down (laughs) you can have that one thank you uh speaking of uh women that rock this is this is my favorite vocalist of all time this is Chrissy Hind this is the Pretenders from 1994 this song is called Love Colors The sun goes down, the sky turns black I can hardly wait for you I can't believe the madness in everything you do I used to dream in black and white Now I see the world in a different light Your love colors Colors everything I saw Chrissy Hind in the summer too, and I've said it many times on the show. Her voice has not lost anything. She sounds exactly the same. She probably it's, does a lot of work. It's to unbelievable. Make sure. It's yeah. it's really great. And uh, you know, when I go see one of our veteran artists, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they sound good. And and when they sound this good, it's just a, it's a thrill. She takes care so of her she, instrument. She must take care of that instrument. Yeah. Uh, so the, see, the ones I have left, this is not. The order I would have seen this in. Right. Like, kids now you're like, what do I want my last song to be? And what's going to be, yeah. I think I know what I want my last song to be. Okay. Uh, So I think I'm going to go with the, um, because I, the Donna Summer. Okay. I got to be honest, this is the only one I didn't really like on your list. And this is the song that's that put. The, do you know what David Bowie said about this song? What did David Bowie say about he this song? He heard this song and went, "Oh my God, this is the future of music." All right, I just um, let me give it another listen. What if you would have said, "This is our wedding song"? <laughs> also, it's our wedding song. Damn it! This is called "I Feel Love."
does sound good in the headphones. Great song. like walking through Studio 54 <laughs> with your cocktail and I, your long It's just that, bell non, that, that nonstop uh, propulsive beat yes. like that doesn't stop. And then her vocals are very, they're like kind of buried in the mix a little bit. And I love her voice, but I don't think this shows off her voice. I don't know. It's just, it's definitely a disco song. It's, what, well, it's, it's, it's a, it to be, if you're at the club, you're loving it, but to just listen to it like at home. I don't know. And this is also Giorgio Moroder. Is, yeah. You know, all right. It's who, that, do you uh, know who, what he did? The uh, music for flash dance. Blade Runner. <laughs> okay, no, that's Hans Zimmer. Wait, no, Giorgio Moroder. I know he's fancy. Forget I said that. It's not, he, Hans Zimmer did Blade Runner, right? Or is it Giorgio Moroder? Yeah, I can look it up. I think it's Hans Zimmer. It might not be neither of those. He did fancy <laughs> things. We look up Giorgio Murder because he's super fancy. Oh, man. David's going to be really mad at me. He, this is his idol. Uh-oh. He did Blade Runner. Please, maybe, please, 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 maybe. Okay, right. I'm clicking on. Let's see what he did. What if I just told you he did Blade Runner, even if he didn't just say it feels <laughs> okay? Do, you should. No one needs to know. That it's you. loading very slowly. <laughs> Well, the, the, George, the Giorgio Moroder Wikipedia page is so large and vast, <laughs> it's loading very slowly. Right, while you're loading it, I'll tell you that David, what David Bowie said when he heard the song, I wrote this down, he, said, he went to Brian Eno and said, I've heard the song of the future. Wow. And he used, and David was like, they, they used the Moogs synthesizer. I, that means something to, to synth, synth people. Yeah, I'm just not uh, not seeing it. Doesn't mean he didn't do it. I'm just not seeing it. What did he do? Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Da, 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 da. He did, did this uh, score for Midnight Express, Flashdance. Oh, you knew Flashdance. I uh, did some uh, stuff for uh, Top Gun. No, but who? all right, this is. I mean, I can. I'll look up Blade Runner. No, for no, you. that would have come up. That would have come up, right? But don't you want to know who did Blade Runner so you know? Because maybe you were right with Hans Zimmer. Oh, it's Vangelis, of course. Did Blade Runner. Is that who did it? Yeah. Music by Vangelis. I should have known yeah. that. I should have known that. It's okay. I feel ashamed. Don't beat yourself up. Can we cut this part out? No. Or can you just add, li- like, have my voice going, <laughs> Vangelis. Vangelis. And that when he goes, well, you know, I love Giorgio Moroder, but here, I'll say this so you can add, cut it together. Well, you know, Giorgio Moroder was great, but you know who did Blade Runner? Who? Vangelis. <laughs> All right, this uh, this next song, it's just a song I like. I don't know why I like it. It's from 1983. It's by Jackson Brown. It's not really indicative of what Jackson Brown normally does. There was a video for it on MTV. He's in the video. He doesn't look comfortable doing videos. Mm. And uh, it's definitely an 80s song, and it's Lawyers in Love. Oh, yeah. God sends his spaceships to America. 
just fun for me. I know it's, it's from a, a movie, but like Lawyers in Love, if you were like, hey, I got a song idea for you, I would be mm. like, do not write that. No, right. Never, Nobody yeah. will find that interesting. No, no one's going to like that. But it's super catchy. It is catchy. Yeah, yeah. you made it work. Um, well, then why don't we just, why don't we throw, why don't we throw it back okay. to a different time? Are we talking Bobby Darren? Yes. This is Dream Lover. I hope and pray a dream lover will come my way. purchased this song too and this was the harshest loudest mp3 of the bunch Weird. yeah it's so it's so loud i wouldn't think that it would be why, why do you think that is? i don't know maybe whoever remastered it or whatever they just really cranked it up they did things differently in the is that 50s or 60s yeah it doesn't matter uh, this no, is off a, a this this uh came off of a a best of collection i should so i could I have, have sent the, it to you because i I wanted you to do as little work as possible. Yeah. Just, oh, thank you. Just getting the list together is good. I know it's that people, especially people that write, are always writing. Even yeah. though it's like the weekend, you probably did some writing this weekend. Yeah, I have work to do when I leave. See, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I I love love Bobby Darren. Odd, right? Yeah. But I just I think I find him dreamy. <laughs> And I just, I, my mom loved him, so I just no, like, always go. listened to yeah. him when I was a kid, and then I just became like weirdly obsessed with Bobby Darren. What music was played in the household when you were a kid? Was there music? Yeah, the, yes, yes. There was, um, my, well, my, like I said, my mom loved like her throwback songs, so mm-hmm. she loved, you know, her 50s, and maybe, yeah. but um, a lot of uh, Billy Joel. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. And again, like someone that really tells a story yeah. with his songs, you know, so maybe yeah, that a lot of his songs are story me. songs for sure. Yeah. All right. My next song is by Todd Rundgren. Hmm. And uh, I have like a like a, a best of mix that I created for the car. Like I made I made a car CD to listen to of a bunch of Todd Rundgren songs that I liked. And I was playing it. I was playing it like nonstop all the time. But Rita wasn't wasn't uh, poo-pooing it. She wasn't mm. saying, can we listen to something else? She was just really into it. And then after a while, she was singing along with the song. So they're really... And then one day on the way to school, I'm playing it and she says, this is the best music. <laughs> and I was like, really? She's like, yeah, this is really great. So wow. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I <laughs> hypnotized her into loving it. But uh, yeah, it's sometimes they just... They don't put up a fight. I just keep playing it. But this is a song called Love of the Common Man. Everyone 
Yeah, there's a Rita song. I know why she likes it. Why is that? Because she's really into musicals, right? She yes, sings as definitely, musicals. Definitely. You know, this has a very Jesus Christ superstar vibe to oh, it. Oh, yeah, it does. They just yeah. did Godspell up at uh, up at school. That's why she likes it. It's yeah, got, probably. Yeah. But and she loves uh, "Hello, It's Me" and "I Saw the Light" and she just loves it. She really digs it. So it's a good it's cool. song. Yay. Yay! All right. Well, I'm looking at my list. You know, I've met. You know, because you know, I'm the autograph hunter. Yeah. I've met Cheap Trick. I've met Springsteen. I've met Roger and Pete from The Who. I've met um, uh, Peter Wolf from Jay Giles Band. I've met uh, Chrissy Hind and Jackson Brown and Todd Rundgren. Everyone yeah. on my list is people that I've uh, actually had FaceTime with. That's impressive. That's great. It is impressive when I think of it uh, like that. I haven't met anyone on my list. You've never met. Who's a, you've met celebrities, though. Yeah, but I haven't met Bon Jovi or Dolly <laughs> well, Parton never, or Jack White. I do Darryl have Bon Jovi. I do have Bon Jovi's autograph, though, because he was on The Tonight Show when Conan O'Brien had The Tonight Show, and I was, I was lucky enough to be over there. And uh, mm. so they got an album signed for me. I didn't have FaceTime with, but they like walked right by me. So oh, that's cool. It's kind of cool, but I didn't. It wasn't like, hey, really like your music. It wasn't like that. Who's the biggest celebrity you think you've ever met? Because you've been at award shows. No, uh, yeah, but that, but no, but I go to the Creative Arts. The Creative Emmys. Arts Emmys. Okay. Yeah. But aren't there presenters there that are famous? Yeah, possibly? but I'm not, I don't, I never really go up to anyone. Mm-hmm. I just creepily stare at, the, I am the old man at the bar <laughs> I'm where staring. I'm drinking too much and looking at, just creepily staring at like whoever's th- there, you know? You walk into an elevator and there's a celebrity there and it's just the two of you and you're going up uh, four f- floors. Who would you want that celebrity to be? Oh my goodness. Lizzo now. <laughs> Lizzo? Yeah. Right. What a, yes, she'd All be right. an awesome person to be in the elevator with. That's a, that's a good question. Who would that be? I was in an elevator once with, um, um, oh my God, what's his name? Albert Brooks. Oh, cool. Did you, did you talk? Uh, well, he, I, I could tell it was in a building where I worked and he was, must've been like had a meeting. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was like, I could tell where mm-hmm. I knew where he wanted to go in it. And I was, and he hits and I said, you know, that's not the right floor. And he was like, that's great. I'm just going to go up. And he said something very funny. <laughs> it was so cute. And I was like, Ooh, I got a bit from Albert Brooks. I was in an elevator with, was it just the two of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in an elevator like that with William H. Macy once. Ooh, that's a good one and too. It's so nice. So nice. Mm-hmm. I think he might've been in something that I had just seen so I could reference it. I could just say, mm-hmm. Oh, I just saw blah, blah, blah. You were really great. And he was just so nice. Yeah. Yeah. But people like being told they're great. Yeah. I, uh, right? I've met a ton of people. It's really, I love it. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't mind approaching someone. I don't mind, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like it. That's yeah. Why did I move out here? If I'm not going to. Yeah. If you can't harass celebrities, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. If I'm not going to see Jason Momoa to- at the, at the, uh, at the, oh, yeah, uh, at the market. Yeah. They tell you about that? You did tell me about it. We played. I remember you telling me that story when we were playing tennis. I probably told that story a million times here, but I love that story. Why wouldn't you? It's not, it's a good sighting. I won't tell it now, though. I'm just going to let Suzanne play her next song. All right. Well, then I think this is sort of a weird departure. We'll do the Eminem, Rihanna okay. song. Okay. And this is, uh, is "Love the Way You Lie." Okay. This is also marked explicit. Let's see what words we're going to hear. Just gonna stand there. 
great song it's a really great song did you listen to it before i before do you just purchase it did i did purchase it but I, kn- I did know this song oh you did yeah okay um yeah. i did not listen to the whole song though I, I just i love this song because it's um it's you know knowing rihanna's history and you know that we've heard about with mm-hmm. her yeah yeah know, bad relationship but um that you know yeah, it, with chris brown he's a, yes. he's a dick he don't buy chris brown music no he's don't awful. i mean but it's like, but hearing, you know, it's like, I remember at the time, and not that I know, you know, anything mm-hmm. about her real life, but, um, you know, people were like, why is she still with him or this and that? I'm like, you know, love is a, a very, one of the interesting things that all of the songs that we chose is like, people have a different perspective yeah. of what love is. And we were taught, you know, love has to be painful or, or not taught, but with some, you know, sometimes there's this thing like love has to hurt to be real yeah but i mean not physical i mean you can't stay in a a physically abusive even mentally abusive relationship certainly not but it takes people the time that it takes to know that and Mm -hmm. i hopefully get out of it and thankfully she did and so i thought it was interesting that you know this is a song about how you know loving the bad parts of someone yeah and and, you know uh you know being a, a father to daughters i'm just like you know, I'm just like, oh, if anyone ever hurts my daughters, they're they're, they're done. Yeah, <laughs> they're done. They're done. Good. And people are just like, yeah, but you'd be, what do you mean by that? I go, oh, well, they're done. Yeah. Well, no. So you're a good example of what to, you know what I mean of 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 that for of an example of what they'll be looking for. I hope so. In the relationship. Yeah, I hope so. Both of you, you know. Yeah. Yes, the mother and the and the uh, and the father. Mm-hmm. Co-parenting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would be fine. No, it's uh, yeah, I would be fine if they brought home someone like me. He'd be, a, you know, he'd be an asshole for a while, and then, then I'd be. Because here's, here's the thing: the other day, Rita was asking me what I was like in school. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I'm being honest with you, I said I was uh, a disruptive element in class. I said, <laughs> and as a dad now, I I wouldn't want a kid like that in your class because he's taking away. Uh, focus from, you know, what the teacher's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't a bad kid in regard to drugs or alcohol or anything like that. Yeah. I said, but I was, um, I would, I, I always wanted to make everyone laugh and, and there's a time and a place for that. And I choose to do it when it wasn't necessarily the time or place. Yeah. Cause I remember being at the, on the grade school, um, playground, you know, waiting to pick the kids up and I would see a kid and I'm like, I'd be like, that kid's a little asshole. And then I'd go, mm. oh, that's me. He, that was oh, me. Look, it's a funny kid. It's a funny kid. Uh. He's being, also being a dick. And I'm like, oh, that was me at that age. Okay, yeah. great. 
So uh, why do you think you needed to do that, Pat? Were you sad in some way? It's the middle child. Ah, and the yes. the youngest child was a girl, only girl. So she's she gets double the attention. She's the youngest, and she's a girl. Yeah. And then uh, and then older brother, and I was just in the middle. So, yeah, so oh, I need all the attention. Your pain came out in your comedy. I didn't realize that there was a time and place to, uh, yeah, maybe maybe during lunch should be funny. Or maybe gym class, you could be funny. But yeah, but you had a captive audience. Yeah, you yeah, had to, I know, you know, I know. You had to find your room. I know. I got in trouble. You know, I would get in a lot of trouble at school. Was it worth it, though? Yeah, in the long run, I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, in my high school, they still paddled you. <gasps> Corporal punishment. You, you could have... Uh, if you got detention hall and you didn't want to go to detention, you could go to the principal's office, Mr. Dunkel. We called him Uncle Dunkel. And he would whack you three times. Oh, And no. then you wouldn't have to go to detention. What did you choose? What did most people choose? I would definitely get whacked. I wasn't staying an extra 45 minutes at school. No way. For no reason. And I remember one study hall, me and one of the football players were goofing around and we both got in trouble. And we both got detention hall. And the football player was like, I'm going to get in so much trouble if I'm late for practice. Because football practice was after school. And I said, well, we can go down to Mr. Dunkel's office and he'll just whack us. And then we won't. And he's just like, and the, the football player, big ass football player, scared to death to do this. Did he do it? He did do it. But he was like, did not like it at all. And it was cracking me up. It's because it's awful. It's, you're being hit, abused. It's a terrible thing. Yeah, but I mean, but it was my choice. I chose it. Was it your choice? Yes. Was it like, well, yeah, I mean, the fact that that was part of the I choice is very upsetting to me. Uh, yeah, I wonder when they ended that because I graduated high school in 1982. So I wonder how long that continued Were you after. getting paddled as a senior? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But again, I chose it. I could have gone to detention hall. They see Pat the- <laughs> But they gave you the choice you of the like, choice. I can abuse you or I can whack you. Yeah. Or you can just sit in a chair for 45 minutes. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's my time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's my turn, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a song by Cream from an album called Disraeli Gears. This is Sunshine of Your Love. Mm. You know this, Suzanne. It's getting your dog. I'll soon be with you, my love Give you my dull surprise I'll be with you, darling, soon I'll be with you when the stars start falling I've been waiting so That's a rockin' song. That's a super rockin' yeah, that's song. A good tune. Okay, here we go. You have one more song. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about that song. No, we. Yeah, can. we can talk about it. I don't know anything about it. I, I just like it. Okay, moving on. So you have one more song, then I have one more song, then we'll do some promoting, and then I'll play the playout song. Okay. Oh, okay. Your extra song. My extra song. Well, I picked this last song because I thought it. It's for all the other songs that I had, sort of a 
a picture of and like you know an idea mm-hmm. of like story wise what right. what they meant and and um, how they love had each song had a different sort of interpretation of love. This one's just fun. Is this Scotch on the Rocks? Yes. Isn't that weird that we both picked that? This is B-52s. Yeah. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the out of your seat you're dancing how can you not it's I fun i bet the love shack was fun but smelled funny <laughs> don't it was you think probably all sticky it's stuck but yeah. it was a cool place to be yeah uh let me play this is my last song let me promote then the play out song i gotta play uh there's another there's another person i've met the singer of this song i met in person uh steve perry this ooh, is a journey song ooh Good. And uh, we stalked Steve Perry. We uh, we heard that so he you didn't meet him. You well, stalked him. Well, we did. It was, it was a good meet, though. We um, someone told us that he would always eat at Louise Trattoria's right here at um, Laurel Canyon and Ventura. It's not here anymore. It was upstairs. Uh-huh. And so we went there uh, one day to eat lunch, and uh, you know we ate lunch and got the check. And right as we got the check, he came walking in. Ooh, he likes the pasta. Yeah, and so we we waited. He was a uh, Cargo shorts, not shaved, uh, some stubble, sweatshirt. And then uh, we just stayed, and then his check dropped. Wait, wait, that, you, st- you were leaving, and then you stayed for him we to stayed. eat yeah, his entire a, meal? Got a dessert, What did he else. have? Uh, I don't know, probably a pasta. And then, uh, so his check came, and we went outside and down the steps, because when you, you had to go down the stairs. So mm-hmm. we knew he was going to be at the bottom of the stairs eventually. And we brought albums and, and, uh, and CDs with us. Oh my god! I know it's we're crazy people, and um, and he came. He comes walking down the stairs. He gets to the bottom. He has sunglasses on. Yeah, and we're like, "Hey, Steve, <laughs> could we get some signatures?" And he was like, "What the heck?" And then he took his sunglasses off, and then I knew, "Oh, this is going to be good." Oh, because he let down whatever you know. Yes, and then he talked to us for like fifteen or twenty minutes. Signed all the stuff. No and, way. Uh, and uh, we were like, we won't tell anyone else you eat here. He's like, it's cool. I'm fine. You know, oh, you told him we heard you ate here. Yes. Yeah. So we. A friend of ours saw you here once and then we heard you, you like to come here. So we just came. He's like, how many times have you done this? And we're like, just this one. But really 10. <laughs> but no, this is the first time. What? It, was, it was freak. It was a fluke. It was a no, total fluke. He just must go there like. He must go there every, every day. Every week. Well, the, the woman said he eats here almost every day is what they. He the, likes a pasta. He really does. So this is a, this is a song from uh, my favorite Journey album, Escape. This is Stone in Love. What do you think he did once it closed down? I don't know. Starved, lost weight, got in shape. Those crazy nights I do remember in my youth. I do recall 
80s corporate rock for you. <laughs> I like it. I love yeah. his voice. It's really fun. You're going to love the playout song, and I bet I, I'm, I'm thinking you've never heard it before. Really? I think you're going to. I think you're going to enjoy it, and then you're 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 100 going to know why I chose it. Oh, I'm so excited! So, but let's promote first of all. Yes. Uh, you're on Twitter. Are you active on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. Do you want people you know, to follow you on I mean, Twitter? They certainly can. They'll be disappointed, but why not enjoy it? But, but you know, that's what love is. What's your Twitter handle? At Suzanne Kylie. That's it. The that's whole thing. It. You got it. You're the one. Yeah. You didn't have to, like, you're not Suzanne underscore Kylie. Like I'm Pat underscore Francis. No, it's just me. All right. Are you on Instagram? Yeah, I think it's also my name. Are you more active on Instagram or Twitter? You know, I used to enjoy the the Twitter and the Instagram, mm-hmm. and I now enjoy sort of stalking people. Just, just trolling just through trolling. and looking, but not posting. I, I mean, I, I kind of do. I just, it's like I'm, I'm writing all the time, yeah. and so I, I appreciate all those writers that are constantly on Twitter, but I just, I don't have, I don't have any left. Yeah, I, I get it. Left. No time left. Can't no. do it. What is, uh, and you're planning a wedding. Yeah. Right. When's it, when's the wedding? October. You got some time, but it's going to come up quick. I know. I know. And I'm busy and it's hard to like think of all mm-hmm. the things you have to do. I'm not complaining. Life is good. No, you're not complaining. No. Do you have a website? I think so. I think it's Suzanne Kylie. Suzanne All right. Perfect. I all should right. update that. Those are the places to I'm find not, Suzanne. I know. But like how, like, and I'm just like, yeah, do it or not. Like you might be disappointed. Well, but. when this episode posts in a couple of weeks, I'll obviously loop you into the Twitter promotion. I should and you start can, tweeting you now. Can, you can retweet it. So we'll do that. Oh, so I'll give me something to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you're working on a show you can't talk about, but you can watch, uh, you can go see her other works. Uh, Leprechaun Returns and Ash versus Evil Dead and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And Killer High. And Killer High. So oh, that's right. Killer, Killer High, High was really fun. Thank you. That was really fun. I don't know. I think you can actually buy the D- DVD. I don't know where. Maybe Amazon. And you're the sole writer on that one. Yeah. I'm Written the sole by. writer on Leprechaun. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fuck these co-writers. Yeah. That's right. I wrote on a show called Light as a Feather. Also fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's that about? I, I haven't heard of this one. It was a Hulu show. It's very like YA. It's very okay. teen. It's, you know, teens play a game and it's cursed. And so no. they have to stop it before they all die. I like it. Some do, some don't. Don't tell us There's who. kissing. <laughs> do you know what the episode I wrote? The director was like, there's a lot of kissing in your episode. <laughs> Can we pull back on the kissing? I'm like everybody loves kissing. If some people are going to die, you might as well also get to see lots of kissing. Did you say, oh, are we going to have more sex then? Yeah, exactly <laughs> what I said. More, are we going to amp up the swearing? Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, congratulations on all the stuff you've done, Thank all you. the stuff you've achieved, all your hard work. Let's get back on some tennis. Yeah, we need to get back on tennis. And uh, thanks for having me. This thank is you. Really thanks fun. for finally being able to do it. I'm so yeah. glad. Uh, we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. 
You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things, t-shirts, Patreon page, all that good stuff. And uh, that's all I got. I got a play out song though. This song is a Lou Reed song. Do you have any idea what it might be? No. The song is called, I love you, comma, Suzanne. <gasps> Yay. Do you know this song? No. Here we go. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. You broke my heart and you made me cry. You said I couldn't dance. And now I'm back to let you know that I can really make romance. You do what you gotta do. You do everything you can. You do what you wanna do. Hey, but I love you, Suzanne. You do anything once. You try anything twice. You do what you gotta do. Hey, but I love you, Suzanne. Hey, hey. Yeah.